gotta get it out. You gotta get it out. Huh? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, go. Hey, what's up, guys? Scares here. Uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, now this is Andrew with David and Zach because everyone else couldn't make it because no one knows how to read a calendar. Hey, what's up, know. guys? It's Scares here. Did anyone <laughs> double upload? Some real exciting news. We're going to have a double upload today. No, but today we're going to be talking about some real interesting memes. Just kidding. Uh, our topic list for today is Chrome OS desktops, uh, virtual reality, and its practicality, bars, no. <laughs> the possible future for handhold, handheld councils, uh, Council? okay. the, rele the relevancy of tablets, <laughs> and new movie releases, and Skyrim. Aim below. <laughs> the remastered special edition. Uh, Cloud9 taking season 4 of Pro League and College Tech, which we touched on last episode, but we're going to go over it again because we got some David interesting wasn't stuff. Here. Yeah, because David wasn't here. Yeah, pretty much. We're going to start off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're going to start off with the Chrome OS desktops. Um, main one being the LG Chrome base. I'm not really sure if there's any other. I haven't looked into it that far. Just knew this existed and wanted to talk about it. So it's like an iMac. Looks kind of like an iMac, uh, but it's a Chromebook in a Chrome base iMac-looking thing. And it just looks so similar. I just, I don't know. It, uh, yeah. It's just um, it's so bad. What I've, what are you typing? Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> stop. Just stop. I see a few. I see a few, um... Chrome desktops. Oh, yeah, you do? Yeah, there's the LG and the LG. Oh, yeah, just the LG. <laughs> <laughs> there's the LG. The, the LG, LG and just the LG. Oh, by the way, just the LG. <laughs> you just looked at three pictures of the exact same device? <laughs> well, there's also the Acer. There's okay. the Acer. Acer Chrome desktop or laptop? Oh, desktop. Oh, I'll have to look at it. But, um... Another thing is since we're talking about like desktops and I thought about it because we we talked a lot about Chrome OS and Windows and Mac last time and my my main idea was this is you have a Chrome base which allows you to have a HDMI through so you can have like an Xbox and play it through your your um, Chrome base and it's just going to act as a monitor slash television and I wanted to take a Intel Nook which is a really small PC and like put it under the Chrome base, like the little stand, and have a Chrome, ba a Chrome, Chrome base, Chrome, uh, operating system, Chrome OS, and then a Windows machine as well. Now, I think that there's a level of functionality that's like pretty, pretty good, because like you could dual boot. Like I'm not saying you can, but you might be able to dual boot Mac onto the the NUC, and then ha be have Chrome OS, Mac, and Windows on one device. Well, not one device, but, like, in a confined space, you know? No, yeah, yeah, I get you. Now, for being real here, whoever need, whoever's texting me needs to stop. But <laughs> <laughs> if you had a Chrome base, would you use it as Chrome, or would you put Mac on it? Because think about it. You have a desktop that you can... I'm, I'm guessing you could upgrade the hard drive by opening it up in the back. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Upgrade the hard drive and remove... Um, Chrome OS and put Mac on it and you've effectively got like a $300 iMac just without the really good 
Mac hardware. <laughs> yeah. Or the Intel Nook. Nook, 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 Nook. Nook, The Intel, <laughs> Intel Nook. As a separate... Would you, would you use both in harmony? Or just have one or the other? Yeah, I mean, I guess it all really comes for preference i mean like i know there are some diehard just all mac users and they're just gonna want to keep going with that but i feel like you know if you can use like benefit from using them both i would say why the hell not yeah because my thing is chrome's nice it's light and fast so if you need just to surf the web or do some document typing yeah but like some of these some of these little machines have like 960s in them so like if you need to do something like video editing just boom put on turn on your little little portable Portable computer, and your, your, which is your nook, and do something like that. Or your nook. Your nickname nook nook. <laughs> okay, so Zach. Yeah. You, you use a Windows machine right now. Yes. Would you buy a Chrome base or would you buy the Intel nook nook? Nickname nook nook nook. Um. I would probably buy the nook. Or is it probably because. The Nook, I would, I would buy the Nook, um, just because like, I don't know, it seems more familiar to me because I've had Windows like my whole life. Yeah, but then um, I think the Chrome base is really good because it's an all-in-one. So, I'm assume yeah, I've seen someone unbox it. It comes with a mouse and a keyboard, whereas the Nook is just a little box. Then you need to buy everything separately, and for like three hundred twenty-nine bucks, dude, fuck yeah, I'm getting a Chrome base. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, now that you bring that up. Yeah, now that you bring that up, like, um, I would buy, like, the home base. Yeah, because, like, now that I think of it, if you have, like, let's say you have a MacBook Pro that you get from your parents from college, and you get some extra money, like Zach was telling me this, uh, let's say you buy, like, an all-out, like, full stock, like, balls to the wall. I'm sorry, I'm going to trigger feminist because I can't say vaginas to the wall because it doesn't rhyme. Uh, <laughs> genitals to the wall. <laughs> Sex organs to the wall. A MacBook Pro, so you got a powerful PC there. And then have like a Chrome base just sitting in your dorm so that if you want to watch movies with the fam or the bay, you you got that handled. You got a bigger screen. A bigger screen and a light operating system just for like YouTube and Netflix and shit. Um So what I'm gonna ask you is you buying? Are you gonna buy a Nook, a Nook Nook, or a, a Chrome and a Chrome base, or would you rather give up some of that price and get like a MacBook and the Chrome base, or if you want MacBook and Nook Nook, Nick Nook? Um, I would probably buy the MacBook and Nook just because, like, I am gonna have like some extra money when I go because. Parents are giving me money for leisure time, so a them out. But um, but yeah, I might I might get the MacBook because it's like a good it's good it's something good to have like in the actual classroom to take notes. Yeah. Um, and then I could have like the Nook or the Chrome base back in my dorm, just kind of sitting there, good for like document writing. Yeah. Or just leisure leisure web surf activities. Netflix and a chill. Oh yes. Oh. I saw, Hello there. I, I saw a meme and it was like Hulu and permafrost. <laughs> Hulu and hoitus. Yeah. All right. Cable and coitus. All right. I think we've we've milked this dead cow 
far far more than we need to. Fandango and Felatio. Oh my god. Okay, stop! Stop! stop. <laughs> we're done, we're done, we're done, we're done. Moving on. Fandango and fornication. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. so, um, speaking of technology, <laughs> virtual reality. Wow, you got some mad reps, homie skillet. What? <laughs> technology, reality. Oh, Lamborghini, Martini, Bikini, Linguini, Fettuccini. Oh, God, no. In between, the weenie, nutsack, hairy ballsack. No, no. We're not going there yet. You're going to piss off the feminists. Yeah, dude. Uh, too late. I've already done that. Why can't women have ballsacks, you cis white male? <laughs> no. Fettuccines do not equal gender. <laughs> no. All right. Is Oculus dead? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty, yeah. I mean, Oculus was the shit. We were like, oh, an Oculus? I, I remember back in the beginning, it just got so much hype. All like, these YouTubers are just like, oh, yes, this is amazing. And I then the Vive came out, and we're like, oh, shit, what up? Yeah, no. Yeah, because, like, the Vive has more, like, virtual reality stuff because of the controllers. Yeah. I feel like Oculus is just video games closer to your face at this point. Yeah, basically. Basically just our first step, and now we're finding... Yeah, Oculus was, like, a part. stepping stone. It's like It was, like... It's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to be, like, triggering right now, but it's kind of, it was kind of like Advanced Warfare for Call of Duty. <laughs> Advanced Warfare, they were, like, beta testing that, like, whole thrust jumping thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they were, like, cool for, like, the first time it happened. And then, like, us three came along, they, like, perfected it. They're like, we have that too, fam. Yeah. All right. Now, I remember the Oculus when it first came out. The developer kit was, like, $200. And, no, no, it was, like, $200 because it was, like, Barely out of, like, development. And it was, like, that fat box. The fat, real real thick box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the, the development kit 2 came out. And it was, like, $900. And I was like, hold, hold, hold your horses. What? Yeah. What? Now, the HTC Vive, if I'm not corrected, is $700. I believe that's correct, Tom. Yeah, you go- Google it, fam. Oh, if my laptop wasn't being such a dick. You know what? How you know what you? Would How know? much does the HTC Vive cost, Siri? Checking. Okay, I found this. You know what? You're useless. Vive? Do you just call it a Vive? You cunt. <laughs> the HTC Vive. You want that H to Vive? H to Vive. Hmm. You having trouble there trying to find the price, buddy? He doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> what? Okay. Hey, you know what? I'll Google it. I feel like it's 700. Or like 2,000. Se- One of the two. It's 800. It's 800? 800. Okay, I was close. Okay. And there's the five items bundle. $3,000. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Explain wait, the, the five. Vi- the vibe doesn't come with the sensors and stuff? Well, it comes like the vibe comes with like the the motion sensors and then the um the controllers. That's eight hundred. Yeah. But then it has like HTC Vive virtual reality headset, Alienware X fifty one series desktop oh, package. Oh, we don't need the desktop though. No, 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 no. We don't need I just saw that on Google. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My throat. But uh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I feel like the HTC has much of an eco more much more of an ecosystem going on right now because like. 
all these YouTubers are playing it, and then it's pushing developers to make more v games for the Vive. Oh, yeah. I think uh, if you look on YouTube, the quality, like, in, over time for HTC Vive content is definitely getting better. So, yeah. Whereas you don't see as much coming from Oculus, let alone the, uh, the hype for Oculus itself, yeah. anyway. Oculus yeah, has been dead for, like, two years now, let's yeah. be honest. It kind of, yeah, it really died. Like, I haven't seen any videos of it since Jacksepticeye made his, like, Windlands play game, playthrough. Oh, yikes. Um, I feel like... Did did he use the Oculus for the, like, the, that one game? What was it? Was it, it might have been called Windlands. But he, it was like an underwater game? Were you like a robot fish boy? Oh, no, that was something else. Windlands is like a rope swinging game. Oh. I want to know that underwater... Robot Fishboy game now. <laughs> other, other, other than that. Um, now, um, would you go out and buy a Vive? If you had a, already had a computer running for it, or do you think it's unnecessary? Is it just one of those, be like, I'm better than you because I have a, a Vive? I would buy it to actually play games, because some of the games that they already have for it do seem like really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. No, yeah, definitely. Like that one game I saw, um, I think I saw a mini lad play it, but he would like got online and there were like other oh, people yeah. using it. So you could like play with other people using yeah, the HTC Vive. Like, he's playing like pool, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, well, he was playing pool. Dahi. Darge. With Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember. That was pretty cool. But like there was one where like he was like playing with people from like around the world, like random people. Hmm. It was kind of like, um, I forget what it was called. But it was like playing with random, and it's like, it's like an like it's like an only online multiplayer kind of game. Oh, that's pretty neat. Huh. Yeah, I think if since my computer can kind of run, I think it's at like the minimum for good VR. I think that I definitely consider it. But <clears throat> the gaming experience is kind of changing. And do you think that with the the, the like the gaming ecosystem changing, are handhelds still viable? Now, let me just go back to... Take a moment like, to appreciate that sexy-ass segue. I, I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I don't yeah, know, man. I remember public. being like, a huge nice fan of, like... I've been using handheld consoles, like, forever until, like, just recently. I've had the Game Boy with the color when it first came out. The freaking D DS, freaking PS Vita... And I hear about the Switch and everything, but to be honest... <laughs> and then Andrew's just whipping out his... PS, no, it's DS right now. <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know why, but I just stopped. Like, like they just haven't been a vital part of my life anymore. And I haven't seen plenty of others be like using them as much yeah. as I used to. Like, I remember back in the day, like everyone would get hyped if you had like the latest DS or when the the DSi when that first came out. That is true. But uh, now it's like everyone constantly on like these like these smartphones and like smartphones now the apps are like developing and then people are starting to like get out there more with the apps themselves and i don't see that happening as much with handheld consoles until you know we hear of the nintendo switch going on and everyone's getting hyped for that okay i gotta ask is the switch a tablet or a handheld it's kind of both if you think about it yeah it looks like a tablet and it kind of like functions like a tablet but then again, it runs like a console. It runs like a handheld. What a veto. <laughs> but I just got to say, going back to the thing about phones like kind of taking over, 
I have Lego Star Wars Episodes 1 through 6 on my phone. Mm-hmm. They're better quality than the DS versions. Well, that's because your phone is a is a 960p, and the DS is, like, definitely not 720, I think. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's not Zelda. I don't know what you're talking about. But, <laughs> but also, your phone doesn't have 3D. That's, that's true. true, but I give it two years. Phones are going to be 3D. Two years? Bet? Give it two years, Bet. our phone's going to be made of glass. Bet! Give it two years, our phones are going to play on us. Two years, my phone can fit in my butt. <laughs> Actually, two years, our phones are going to be in our eyes. Google Glass failed, though, so I don't think it might. It's only been, uh, I don't know. I think Google Glass died recently, so they're not going to make a push for it again in the near future. No, not near, but maybe maybe later. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Um, We all see the... Specs of the Nintendo Switch on our screens. It's got 4 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of internal storage, SD card up to 128 gigs though. Amazing. 720p screen, uh, and it's 6.2 inches. So smaller than an iPad mini, about the size... No, smaller than a Kindle Fire, which is a 7 inch. About in between a iPad mini and an iPhone 6 Plus. 6, yeah, 6 Plus. Yeah. Is that big enough? Well, I don't know. I, I've been getting so much used to, like, the larger... I'm just going to, like, hit back with the phones and the tablets again. And then we're gonna, we'll are gonna be discussing the tablets later anyway. But, like, I've been getting so used to, like, the larger phones and then, like... I don't know. I feel like the sizing is quite right. But, like, to get the full experience, it might have to be a little larger. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about this. We, we keep on talking about Nintendo Switch and the 3DS and the DS, like, all these. What the fuck happened to the Vita? It's dead. <laughs> the PSP was the shit. I have two in a bag over there with like 50 games. I remember having four, dude. I never had a PSP. I'm going to let you talk about amongst yourself. I'm going to go get my two PSPs. Hold on. <laughs> I remember when that first came out, and then I just, like, I immediately heard all the hype from everyone. I, I knew it just drove... Not just me and my friends, but the entire school freaking crazy. And everyone was just rushing to get them. Alright, I'm back. Um, would you say that with the Switch coming out, Sony might make a push towards newer PSPs? I feel like they're, like, focusing a lot on, like, their PS4. But, like... Yeah. They might try to bring the PSPs back, especially with the new introduction of the Nintendo Switch. They're going to see that new, like, competition. And they'll yeah. be like, oh, wait, this will, like, definitely spark some sales increase. Let's go ahead and throw something else yeah, out there. Yeah, but, like, the PSP, the... I don't think about... I don't know about the original, like, the 1000 series. I think the 2 and the 3000 were where it was at. Because, like, the disc medium was so good. Because, like... Well, it wasn't so good, but it allowed... Better games, like quality wise, for than the, the the DS, and you can make like movies. You can put movies there too. Oh, that's true. Actually, I don't think I ever did that. I should have. Yeah. Um, I I only ever played on a PSP once because I never had one. Um, it was I was like at my cousin's house, and he was like, "Yo, I just got this PSP." I was like, "What's that?" What a beetle! <laughs> yeah. And so he let me play on it. It was like the best thing ever, but I was too. 
too young to recall. Try to ask my parents. Yeah. One thing I, I loved about the the PSP is that like just the structure of it itself. It's not as I want to say like easily to damage as a DS. I remember like going through three of them just because like the screens would like break in half and it would completely come off. I don't know why. <laughs> they have Black Black Hawk Down the movie on a on a UMD. Oh God. Yeah. Perfect for a freaking flight across the country yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, it was, because the screen on the PSP is so much better than a DS screen. No, yeah, I, of course. And I've never had a, a PS Vita, but now I really want it, because the white one looks so nice, and I'm looking at it right now, and it looks hot as fuck. <laughs> look at that PS Vita in white, and tell me that it doesn't look gorgeous. <laughs> that PS Vita does look really nice. The white one, though. <laughs> the white one, though. Can we just like? Can I just like say one good idea? Are you gonna make fun of the white one because you don't like white girls? You no. Don't like white PS Vitas. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna say if you're if you're going on a plane ride, download every movie you can that involves a plane crash. Uh nope. Oh boy. Oh wow. That's See how uncomfortable everyone around you gets. I watched Flight on a plane. Oh dude. With Denzel Washington, where he flies the plane upside down. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, I'm trying to fit all of my PSPs back into the bag, but they don't want to. So like, no, you can't be contained. Oh gosh. <laughs> Alright, so, um, speaking of portable devices, tablets. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. One more? Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. I talked about white devices and how I like them. Will the Switch come in white? Do you think they'll make other colors as well? Like, we have the, the blue DS, the purple DS, the black DS, the red DS. I would think so. But we've only seen it in black with, like, the red back? Or is it black on the back, too? Yeah, but I think when the... I would think when they announced the Wii U, they only showed it in, like, black. Yeah. And it's... then, like, when it actually came out, it's like, hey, here's another color, because we don't want to be racist. No, no, besides, that's a, like, perfect economic strategy when it comes to, like, marketing your products. So, like, you would just release it in just one standard form, and then right when sales are just about to drop, and then you, like, actually notice that little trend, then you'll be like, hey, look at this, you can customize it, and it looks perfect and everything. It'll be just the way you want it. Sales are just gonna skyrocket immediately. Oh, God. And that I was yeah. not trying to do. Everyone's sick and dying over here in Chicago after the World Series. Now everyone's outside and everyone's getting sick. It's gross. Oh, pretty much. All right. Mobile devices. Tablets. Are they dead or are they alive? Oh, again, that just goes back to what I said earlier. Like, I feel like they do have uh, a lot of like, compatibility when it comes to like working with your PC and also your mobile devices. Like, they're, I know that Microsoft, what they do is that like they make it so that you can basically grab everything off of there and but i don't know ever since i've had my smartphone and even with any of my smartphones i feel like that's pretty much taken over especially with new software being pushed out there and us trying to like you know get better applications and try to upgrade our systems for that i think apple really fucked up the ipad they had the ipad mini and ipad both great devices and then the ipad pro came out and i was like oh what's this just a bigger ipad if it's a pro, it should be able to do more. And if it's still running iOS, even if it's got a bigger screen, you still have the capabilities of an iPhone. That makes no sense. I feel like that was a really huge letdown. I was actually excited. I was like, wait, 
Is this the moment where I actually decide to go back to iOS? Yeah, if I have all of this great hardware, this top-notch hardware on the, the iPad Pro, and yet I'm confining it to the capabilities of an iPhone, you're severely bottlenecking the possibilities for a great device. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we've got Microsoft, the Surface. They, you can do anything a computer can do, and that, it's so sad to see. It's just like, why, Apple, you messed up again. Stop! 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 Like I, I have, we have a picture here of a Surface with a blue fold-out keyboard, which I really want not Surface now. I really do. Oh, oh definitely. I've seen like I've seen actually a, a couple of friends back in Florida like for years have that. I'm just gonna yeah. But, I've seen someone at Vaughn have uh, our high school have one. Really? Yeah. Oh, wasn't he playing League on it? Yeah, he was playing League on the surface. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, that's another thing. I don't even like me, like me personally. I don't even consider the surface and a tablet because it has like although phone. it doesn't have that feel for a tablet, it has that full functionality of a PC. Why? Why would we can downgrade it and consider it a yeah, tablet? Because it's already running a desktop software Windows. So. Exactly. I mean, I've seen it being used for gaming. I've seen it, like, my father actually himself using it for, like, managing his business and, like, try to get marketing out there. I've seen it used for, like, so many things. It could run so much. And actually, if I could and I could afford it, I would still have it for college. No, without a doubt. They're not that expensive. They're not? Mm-mm. <laughs> when you really want one now. <laughs> I really do want one. Um, now, we both we can all say we could probably get our full work done on a on a Surface. I think I just need a different keyboard to test that one out a little more and get used to it. But I think I could definitely do everything I need to do as a student. Maybe not as a media producer, but mostly as a student on the Surface. Can the same be said for the iPad Pro or just an iPad in general? Oh, I don't know. In the past, I haven't had as much functionality when it comes to tablets. So I honestly, I wouldn't put my trust in that in like any iPads, so to speak, for like college at all, or even just in the work zone. Or in, yeah, workspace. Workspace. My bad. I'm in the zone. Work, I'm in the zone. Get in the zone. Auto zone. <laughs> uh, I think I'd need a dedicated keyboard. <laughs> Which I like about the Surface, it comes with a keyboard and a pen, whereas an iPad comes with basic. And if you want that that pen functionality for the Apple Pencil, oh god, it's a hundred dollars. And the the Smart Cover, which I have, doesn't have a keyboard; it's just leather. Yeah, no. So, I think to step up the iPad game, they need a Smart Cover with a keyboard. And yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said earlier, they they have so much room for like innovation and then they they could be doing so much more but this is just like the ipad pro is really just one big letdown for having the same functionality as all the other some of the other ipads from before whereas they're trying to compete with the surface pro which i have no idea why they would even think of trying to add something new for once it's like it's like hey here's the surface pro it can do like everything that a regular computer can do while also being a tablet and then here's the ipad it's oh. just a bigger iPad. <laughs> oh wow! It's big. Though. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, we all we know all you hipsters are gonna buy it anyway, so mm-hmm. here you go. All right. Um, I think. I think that uh, like 
What is that? <laughs> what? I don't know what just happened on my phone. But I think that, like, iPads are mainly media consumption tools for kids now. I think that's what they've, like, gravitated towards. It's like, hey, it's a screen, and it's nice, and you could do YouTubes on it, and that's about it. But if I'm going to be honest, uh, media viewing isn't that great on an iPad. And when you need to watch good movies, like the ones we've just seen, and we're switching right to new movie releases because my segues are sick today. <laughs> Who is hyped for the, the releases of this year? I'm going to say the main ones are Hacksaw Ridge, Doctor Strange, and Rogue One. Without a doubt, of Dude, course. They just... I was so hyped for Rogue One and Doctor Strange mostly, mm-hmm. since I haven't heard too much about Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. But yes. Rogue One and and Doctor Strange mostly. I just saw Doctor Strange today. It was good. It made you feel like you were on all, all the drugs. All the, all the drugs. All the drugs. <laughs> and then likewise, Andrew and I have just seen Hacksaw Ridge right before like doing this podcast. Dude, I got PTSD from watching it. <laughs> oh my gosh, some of those scenes just they get to you. I don't even know if you know this, but they they say like uh, it's in the picture. Um, acclaimed director of Braveheart and Passion of the Christ. They don't say Mel Gibson because it's kind of like a name that people stay away from. This movie was directed nearly perfectly for what it was. Oh, without... Oh my gosh, I couldn't... It was it. so freaking great. I really want to see it now. Like, it I'm excited. Might be one of the best films I've ever seen. I think, like, for this genre of war films, I think, in my opinion, it is some of the best. Now, this is coming from a guy who's been watching a bunch of crazy World War II films, or just war films in, ge- in general. And, like, I would compare this to, like, Saving Private Ryan. That is just a great classic. A lot of people love it. I mean, I've even watched it, like, I want to say four to five times. And I think that Hacksaw Ridge is honestly a really, really great movie, and it'll definitely be, like, known for a while. I think the most recent war movies I've seen have been Lone Survivor. Oh, yes. American Sniper. The 33 Hours, like the Benghazi thing. And there's one more. I can't really think about it. Okay, I'm just going to be honest right now. The only World War II movie I've ever seen is Captain America. Oh, my God. That's not a, that's not a World War II movie. That's a superhero movie. Uh, well, yes, it is. It, it kind no, of it's not. Anything, but... I kind of I see what you're talking about. Yeah, but about. it's a guy who turns into from fucking a noodle into a fucking a, a yeah, I know. man bear. No, I know where you're coming from, Zach, but I think it's all based more on like perspective. So we're like we're mostly focusing when it comes to Captain America. We're focusing on the actual Mar- Marvel character himself because we all know that he's yeah. gonna get frozen in ice and appear later. So we're more focused on yeah. like, his plotline and not like the actual war itself. That's why I don't technically count it as a World War II movie. The I'm just saying it because it's in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> but I've not... <laughs> but of movies really... relating to it, that is the only one Of movies seen. in this time period. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, of movies in this time period, that is the only one I've ever seen. I really want to see... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that <laughs> too. But I just saw Hacksaw Ridge, so I can't see that movie in a while. Oh, well, no. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge, I'm hacking right now. Maybe oh. it's fine. <laughs> Great plug. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Rogue One. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. I want to know about Doctor Strange since you saw it. Oh, yes, Is please. Cumberbatch good in Doctor yes. Strange? Yes, he think, is so good. Do you think Doctor Strange will fit into the, Matic, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because we got Infinity War coming up, and apparently everyone's going to die or some shit, and they're going to like restart. Oh, yeah. With okay, the introduction so of, guys... Wait, 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 wait. I want to finish this. With the introduction of Spider-Man and the Black Panther and now Doctor Strange, what do you think it's going to be in the future and do you think he's going to fit with everything? Well, let me just tell you one thing. Do you mind if I, like, spoil the first after credit scene for you? No. Oh, actually, yeah, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Just Yeah, just the first one. Okay, so what happens is someone, like, is talking to Doctor Strange and then we find out it's Thor. Yeah. Thor is talking to Doctor Strange. So this is kind of leading into, like, the whole Thor Ragnarok movie. Yeah. Where he, I think Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor Ragnarok. All right. Hmm. So I think he is going to have a place in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is definitely going to have a place in Infinity War. Um, along with other, along with, like, all the other sorcerers. All right. Um, what about the and... second after credit scene? The oh, second after credit scene. I, I, oh, I that one, that one. I, I'm not even going to talk about that one because it's only understandable if you've watched the movie. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, good, can, good, good. Yeah, you can only understand it if you've watched the movie. Oh, thank God! I didn't want that spoiled. <laughs> um, it's but I'm going to tell you, it's it's a, whew, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a whoo. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a hooty hoot. <laughs> it's, it's a, a hoot. Um, As for Rogue One, do you think it's going to be a typical Star Wars movie where it's like, hey, we need to do this, and then it's like, oh no, but we're outnumbered, oh, bads, and then goods at the end of the movie after all this fighting and stuff? Okay, I'm going to talk about this for a second, because I think, because you remember in the latest trailer how we see that one guy on that tropical planet, we see him going on to like the the Imperial ship. Mm-hmm. I think this he's gonna he's doing like a kind of like a suicide bomb thing. Oh wow! And because remember in the first trailer where we see that same ship blowing up, I think he's going on there because maybe he's been like conflicted because maybe he worked for the worked for the Empire in the past and now he's realizing realizing how bad they are, and so he's going on there to blow up the ship so that he can like fix the wrongs he's done. And um, and so, you know, this is kind of like his redemption. So I think we're gonna see some some pretty pretty heroic stuff in this. We got a blind guy, blind dude, <laughs> blind dude. We got we got a droid because uh, we gotta have a droid in the film. Oh yeah, that weird looking guy. Yeah. That like bare um, C three PO. We got Felicity <laughs> Jones. Hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> Enter hot girl here. <laughs> and then we got we got. We got, this is like PS4 Darth Vader remastered right here. This just, it's, I'm, I'm hyped for that. <laughs> I want him so bad. <laughs> I'm honestly super stoked. Like, wow. Now, like, do you I think, wanna... wait, wait, wait. I know a lot of people didn't like The Force Awakens. Did you like it? I loved it. I actually really liked it. Do you to think, be honest, I loved it. Do you think the, the, uh, that, in terms of film quality, not in terms of like Star Wars contribution, uh, will Rogue One beat uh, The Force Awakens? Oh my god, I'm dying. 
Oh, I that's a close one. I don't know because I think they're both directed by J.J. Abrams, right? Uh, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think Rogue One's directed by J.J. Abrams. I'll check right now. Don't worry about it. I hear you typing. I said, don't worry. I'm I'm doing <laughs> it. Gareth Edwards. Huh. I don't know. Cause if it was gonna be, if it was gonna be another um, another J.J. Abrams movie. I think it was going to be like on par with Force Awakens, but I've never seen a movie by. I think I had it. Oh no, I've seen. Well, he did Godzilla, and I thought Godzilla was pretty good. Oh, I've never seen that. Godzilla was well edited and well directed. It was not as good as a movie as it should have been. Okay, um, now I got now I got to talk about this because this wasn't in the slides we're looking at. But Mads Mikkelsen, Hannibal, a great actor. Is now a Jedi, or a Jedi type figure. What do you think? What are you talking about? Who does he play? He plays. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who he plays to be honest, but he looks pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he plays, but he looks awesome. <laughs> oh God! No, because if you look at him in the trailer, he looks pretty lit. He kind of looks like a Jedi. He's got that same rope thing going on. Uh, are you talking about um the? Are you talking about the guy who's like in the white kind of robes? No, no. No, that's. Uh... Have you seen the new trailer? Then did, did it come out recently? Uh yeah. Rogue One. Oh no, I have not seen this one. Oh, that's really not good. Matt Nicholson three... was also just in Doctor Strange. Oh so... wait. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. I have not... Are you talking about the one that came out three weeks ago? Uh, about, yeah. No, yeah, I did see that one. I didn't see him in that one. He, I'll send it to you, a picture of him, to you. Okay. Because hmm. this is too bad. But, yeah, because I just saw him in Doctor Strange 2, and I thought he was perfect in Doctor Strange, to be honest. Um. But... I mean, he does look like a Jedi in this picture. Oh no, that's not. He's not a Jedi. No, he's the guy who's like responsible for the Death Star. Oh, I know, but how do we? He's know not this? a Jedi. How do we know that? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Twiggered. Because <laughs> look at his outfit. I know. I, I know. I've seen his outfit, but I mean, we saw other people in that outfit who weren't a Jedi. I know, but he just looks like one. He looks like he'd be. I know, one. I know you want him to be one, Andrew, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, everything's what you want, Andrew. Come on. Usually is though. I'll get the <laughs> out of here. Um, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he's a Jedi. He probably isn't. We're gonna be. He definitely isn't. But because like, I remember seeing like a theory video about who he is, they're saying he's just the guy who's doing the Death Star. Nothing else. Oh, he's doing the Death Star. Oh, that's... He, he's, he designed the Death Star, I think. Yeah. Like, he's... No, he didn't, like, design the Death Star itself, but he designed the Super Laser. Oh. Oh. <sighs> oh, my God. Well, obviously, I feel like, from his past characters and the fact that he's in... Like, he's part of the cast, I feel like he's gonna play, like, a really good dark role in general. 
especially is when it comes to like I think it's him having be, to oversee everything. I think it's gonna be a contradictory role because he he starts okay, off pretty good and then gets captured and taken by these baddies. Unless yeah, he, he does doesn't it on his start own accord. off evil. Unless he, he does it on his own accord, then we have to see. I don't think so. I think he's like taken from from uh, uh what's her name? Jin like Urso. Felicity Jones character. What's Jin, her name? Jin Urso. Jin. I think he's taken from Jin. I don't think he went willingly. We don't know that yet. <laughs> I know, but yet. I'm just saying, I don't think he was taken yeah. willingly. I don't Because, again, I in a theory him, video, I don't want him to be taken. I want him to turn super bad, like Anakin, where he's like, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm going to kill everyone. But he actually doesn't. He's pretty bad. Kills a whole bunch of kids, though. Uh... Yeah. So... Um, so... Wait, 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 wait. Do you think Rogue One is gonna fit in to the series? If we rewatch everything, I do you think, think it'll so. still fit? I do think so, because this is like... This is like explaining how they got the plans in Episode 4 in the first place. Yeah. But, like, every movie has, like... It always ends with, like, something you want to know. Do you feel like it'll have enough endings where it's answered in episode... Like, if we re, if we watch episode four, it'll be answered in that episode, or is it going to also leave some missing ends? I feel like it's going to leave some other missing ends for maybe, like, an, for maybe like an offshoot... The, an offshoot movie, like, between episode maybe four and five. Like, the, um... Will it also have some relevance to, like, the... Epis between episodes two and three movie and the solo Han Solo movie. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, I think well the the movie between episodes two and three, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I don't think it's gonna really tie into that because that was like one of those movies where it was like still talking about like all the Force, the mystical part, but this is like the background stuff. I feel like they're gonna not like completely touch on it but be like is that obi-wan kenobi that dude that <laughs> fought in the clown wash that boy that, that boy <laughs> <laughs> um maybe i don't know because they have darth vader yeah so. so there has to be some something maybe they'll like kind of hint to it yeah like a little, little easter egg drop something yeah. in here for you guys to guess on yeah and with that being said I'm going to leave y'all on a cliffhanger for now while we take our break so we can eat shit, piss, and die like last time. Just kidding. No, we're probably just going to eat some fucking veggie straws. Wait, no, we're out of veggie straws and pretzels. We're going to do nothing. I just want an excuse to play Ocean Man. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, it was so kind of scary. <laughs> it's all right. What we're going to be talking about now, well, I'm probably going to be talking about this because these guys are stupid. Um, <laughs> is Cloud9 taking home the W, similar to the Cubs, but instead of the World Series, they're taking a, 
the ESL Pro League Season 4, which, in all fairness, isn't that big, and it's not a major. But the way they did it was pretty insane. It was in Brazil against SK. Don't you fucking sneeze while I'm talking. <laughs> you sneeze while I'm talking. <laughs> no. Um, they destroyed SK. Really, they did. It was 13-2 on half, CT half, overpass. But it is super CT-sided, so they end up actually did losing uh, to SK on map one. Wow. In overtime, though. So, that was a pretty pretty, pretty fat L. Well, going on that, do you think that's going to, like, start up more hype for North American teams now? Uh, if anything? I, I think so, because I think they're going to start realizing that C9 is a talented roster, although they don't perform all the time. It's going to encourage more... CS teams to, like, step, step it up and, like, get your shit together. Um, uh, my question is, was this an upset? And I'm going to answer that. Uh, I don't know. SK's been falling off recently in terms of performance. Uh, Zach, you make another sniffle noise. I swear to God. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself now. Goodbye. <laughs> but I think that with the, like them destroying SK, it was real brutal. Uh, it's, like, really shocking. And in terms of, like, SK not falling off, they still shouldn't have lost to C9 compared to C9's performances of late. I didn't think it was going to be this dominant of a performance, but it was uh, pretty bad, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Oh, yikes. Uh, how did they perform with... I was quite surprised. Uh, Stewie 2K being 11 months on Cloud9, being in the pro scene for really only, like, 12 months, is their new in-game leader. You'd think Jordan with over, like, 12 years of CS should be their leader, but they've decided to go with Stewie. Oh, wow, so the newbie just basically yeah. just took charge, like, fast yeah. as hell. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And they really... They, they really are performing, and it's really... I thought it was it was weird, because I think that... I didn't think that Stewie should IGL. I thought nothing should, but then they started, like, they really started falling. I was confused, because they shouldn't be. Hmm. Well, how what? is Stewie as a character either way? Because although you would want, like, someone in a leadership position with experience, you also want their, them to have a good character and have, like, the decision-making skills. Like, so I guess, really, when it comes to, like, being so surprised that they put him in charge early, like, what is he like as, like, seriously? Um, like, I know that's a pretty tough question to, like, yeah. answer, but, like, I guess one, one thing I could ask, like, what's, why would they choose him? What sets him apart from, like, a 12-year experience person well, when he only has, like, what, 12 months? Well, for, I, I'd say, you see Jordan, nothing, he's, he's, he really, uh, like, carries, he doesn't carry the team, he's just pretty consistent, but at, at right now, where they're at, he's kind of plateauing, like, there's no new strats, they're just doing what they need to do to win against lower-tier teams. But Stewie was that character who, in FPL, would just fly through smokes. He played really aggressive, puggy style, and would just piss off all the players. And I think that, that like, edge, and, like, in, like, not innovative, but, like, he had the balls to do things people didn't. And I think that sets him apart, because he's not willing to try something crazy. And it's, it's working. It's working. We're going to need that innovation because, like, it's just basic strategy. If you do the same thing way too many fucking times, well, they're going to calculate what what your next move is going to be, and you're fucked either way. So I, I, I get that. Like, we're going to need 
especially for like pro teams like this, we're gonna need like some people who are kind of think outside of the box, so to speak, yeah. or like think outside of the norm. You've always got to be ahead of your competition. You've always got to be doing new things, and I think that's what they're trying to do now with Stewie. Do you think that might have like that might have like give them that extra boost in order to perform so well, like unexpectedly, like this? I think they're not expect unexpectedly. I think they just needed like time to like get used to this new play style. And I also think Skadoodle is really dropping off as a player. And I don't know what he's got to do to step that up. But even with him performing poorly, they're beating tier one teams. Wow. Yeah. Um. I think this is a great example of deal with them. Getting their shit together because I remember two years ago or one year ago, um, it w- they played on Fnatic and they got fifteen rounds and then they went and just lost like oh. eight rounds in a row. Choke, Choke nine. Choke nine. Here we go. They lost the thirteen two lead and then came back to just dominate on the next two maps. They they like they were able to deal with their tilt. They well they didn't deal with the tilt. They never tilted. I think they did a good job. Of, like, not getting, like, worried. They're like, we still got this. And that's what they did. Hmm. They still had it. Yeah. And they kept it together, which I think is a very vital role. Yeah, they, they like, like com- essential for a team. Yeah, they, like, completely remastered their team. Just like Skyrim. <laughs> don't, no, we're not done. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Just because you don't have something to talk about doesn't mean I don't. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go. Yeah, just go. Just gonna go sit in the corner now. Alright, I'm gonna finish soon though. But what I think is really good is that well not really good, is that it's it's good to have other competition and not the same teams over, so I'm kinda glad C9 stepped it up. I also think SK's falling and I there's rumors of like them dropping FNX and they, they said they weren't going to, but I think they might need to. Not because he's not a good player, but just because they need to bring in some liveliness to their team. Right now they're kind of stagnant. Really? How so? Like, they're just they're supposed to be so good, but then they get just shit on by C nine, and they didn't show up last major. They went out in ESL. Wait, no, did they? No, they won ESL New York. No, 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 they 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 went out in ESL New York. Didn't you go there? I did, but I got confused. What the fuck? <laughs> they 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 left. They didn't. They left without like showing up in ESL New York either. They they're losing it. I think. Pretty soon. Probably they're going to have to pull a Cloud9 and then try to make some changes yeah. around with their team. Especially when they get absolutely wrecked by Cloud9 when they just make, like, not, I wouldn't say major changes, I think, but at least decent changes to the playstyle and their team in general. And then they just go ahead and wreck them like that. Yeah, they're going to have to make some changes. I think that CS as a game is really hard to improve over time, and as a player and as like a game, because you need to fine tune it and fix your the, the shit that's going wrong in the game that's making it hard for competitive play. And with that being said, I think Skyrim has really changed their game, coming out with the remastered edition, and the special edition remastered edition. I don't know. David, I'm going to let you go on this because I don't know a lot about Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, 
as to my understanding, they haven't really changed too much other than like when it comes to texture. I mean, but then again, when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, how many mods have we not seen? And how much variation have we like not seen when it comes to this? I mean, I honestly don't know too much about the remastered itself as well. But I do know that there are like some different playstyles that they added in and then also when it comes to the textures, I mean again, we've modded it so much I could probably basically do the same thing with a couple EMDs and then a, a couple texture packs. So I'm not really like too hyped on picking up the new special edition and then the again. New, again. Oh my god. What <laughs> again. The <laughs> laptops are not working for us. Turn today. off your no. phone. It's his laptop. It's my laptop. Turn off your devices. No. Hey, shut up, Zach. You're not. You don't understand the context. You can't roast <laughs> without knowing the context. Okay. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I would pick it up out of just pure curiosity. I mean, I'm a die-hard Skyrim player. I've been playing yeah, it true. for years and years on end. I've been beating the main quest line and trying to find out new ways of like how I can explore the world and then try to make my own part. But I don't really see much, much changes. Not not too much. I am excited though to see like what it is they really bring to the table. And then like as of that, like again, obviously it's run by Bethesda. They basically they like do the game and everything. But like how do you guys would how do you guys feel about Bethesda in general, especially when it comes to like finally releasing the special edition and the remastered edition for this and like when it comes to other games like say Fallout and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, alright, so, Skyrim, uh, I don't know if I can play, because it's so open world that I just want to download all the mods, all the lightsabers, and kill everything. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but, I think that as a game, it's a great game, it lets you do anything you want, but, also, on a level, it's... How can you remaster a game that already has graphic spots for it that make it almost exactly the same? I really hope they change some aspects of the game, like UI and like fluidity. And even then, you can still change those with mods as well. True. So I really want to pick up the game just to see if it's worth it. And on Steam, I'll play it for like an hour, and then I can refund it if I don't think it's an improvement that I need. I'm just going to add like one more thing, and then I can let you guys like pick up most of the conversation. But I feel like... It's really hard for Bethesda to try to come up with, like, a really good remastered edition and special edition when it comes to this. Because, like, again, back to the mods, there's been so many variations when it comes to modding. Like, they've even... We've even had mod developers make mods to where you get alternative beginnings and alternative endings. To not only the game itself, but also to the DLC, Dragonborn, um... And actually, I know there's, like, two others that are actually official DLCs. But there's been so many changes that just the community has made on their own. I feel like it's a big, like, plate that they have to fill for Bethesda to, like, actually make a huge difference. Yeah. But again, I'm, again, I'm really curious. I might end up picking it up just to see if they made any changes themselves. Other than when it comes to, like, textures. And then maybe the, the UI. What I really want to know is... <clears throat> uh, um, I'm just going to say something right now. Like, okay. I've never played, actually played Skyrim before. Boy. Like I said, like before the stream started to them. 
like I've never played Skyrim. Like I've seen like maybe one video on Skyrim, but like I've been wanting to play because I've heard so much good, so many good like reviews about it. Yeah. Like I've really wanted to play it. I've just never had the time nor the money to do it. It's not even. It's like, not expensive. If I, if you're gonna try it, try it out soon or on your PS4. Yeah. Cause you, cause for you, I know. If you don't have a good computer, I wouldn't recommend it. Because if you want... It's an old game, so you're going to probably want to get graphics mods for it. Oh, yeah. Or play it on the remastered edition. Don't even go back to the the new, the old one. Just get the remastered on uh-huh. Xbox. And if you don't like it, return it. Well, I well now that you mentioned that, I just remembered... Um, because I, I haven't played... Um, Skyrim on console in so long. I've been playing it on PC, and of course, that allows that allows like the ability to like mod and everything. I almost completely forgot that you can't really do that with consoles. Well, you can, but it is a long process, and I remember doing it myself when it comes to Xbox 360. So I guess I really like. I guess it does give console users like a bit of a boost. But again, I honestly don't know. But anyway, go ahead and say what you were gonna say, Zach. That's what I wanted to say. I was just saying like I really <laughs> wanted to like play it. Oh man. That's up keep up with the times, David. Oh jeez. <laughs> I think that if you want to play the game, I think you want to keep mods out of it for the first time, play it through all the way. And then like if you end up getting a PC, then only do mods. I think if you're gonna play it, play it the right way. Yeah. Without the mods. And I say the right way without mods because you get the experience of what what the developers thought it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I definitely, I agree with that. I mean, even as myself, when it comes to, like, I've been doing mostly consoles. I just recently, well, I still consider recently switched to PC. And, like, I can already feel, like, a big difference when it comes to, uh, when adding in mods. I would say, to all you new fans out there, um, for those listening in, and to you as well, Zach, um, I would say... Get the remastered edition just so that you can have a better first experience than a lot of uh, us other like diehard Skyrim fans have. And then definitely just don't even mod it the first two times, say so to speak, that you play it. Definitely you want to get that that authentic feel, even though like especially because it's been like remastered and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every time I do play like a game, like like Portal. Like, I played Portal 2 maybe, like, two, three times. Nothing will ever be as good as, like, the first time I've ever played it. Oh, yeah, no. And, like, it's kind of like watching a movie. Like, the first time you watch a movie, it's so great. Second time around, it's not as great because, you know, you've seen it already. You know it's kind of what's going to happen. That's not true. There are movies that get better as you watch them again because you notice different storylines. The different storylines, and then you also notice, like, the little details. Yeah. Which is yeah. also why, like, a beautiful what? thing about Skyrim is, like, the different quest lines you can take up. And yeah, that just... is... I think that's why you should play Skyrim more than, like, two or three times. Because there's so many... You can change your character to be an elf. There's, like, 40 different species of people you can be. I think if you play it once, you're really close-minded to the story. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. And then even when you're playing, like, the same quest lines, like, of course there is a, there, there is a main quest line. But then again, as Bethesda loves their open-world video games, they like to open it up to, like, variation, variability. But, like, even with the main quest line that everyone knows about, you're the Dovahkiin, or you're the last one that we apparently know of, and you have to defeat 
the Alderman, the World Eater, blah, blah, blah. But, like, even then, you start noticing, like, tiny, tiny hints of, like, things that you have already seen. But you get to see them earlier on. And these, it's these small details that you can actually, like, take in. And then, of course, like I said, you, you go, go for the remastered version if you're new to this. That way that you can get those first details. You can actually get a better feel for it. Like, all the way. Like, even me, I even said that I'm pretty curious myself just to see how much they changed yeah. it. Now, this, the, I was watching, I was listening, not watching, I was listening to the Rooster Teeth podcast, which definitely inspires this, but I don't want to copy it, so I'm trying to avoid that. Um, they, they were talking about game reviews and Skyrim at kind of a bit at the same time. Do you think if, like, a shitty review of a game comes out, it's like, oh, this game is trash, don't play it. Do you think that sometimes, if it's, like, by a developer you trust, you still might buy the game? Or, like, as soon as you read a bad review, it's completely off the table? I mean... Oh, for me, no, I never take these into account. I always decide... I always go by my reaction to the game. Yeah. Like, because I feel like... Because the thing with reviews is they could be biased. Like, someone could, like, not like that particular game company. Oh, definitely. And they could be, like, biased against that game company. So they'll say, oh, it's a terrible game. While not even playing it, they're watching gameplay of it in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, again, there's some people who base their views off of gameplay. I honestly cannot stand that whatsoever. Like, they would honestly try to get a feel from it from other people's experiences. I'm like, no, you actually have to get a feel for it themselves. And that's why I I completely agree with you. I would, like, I would want to get my own experience. So, even if I do get a bad experience, for instance, I've been a, a Ubisoft fan for a while now like i've been on the assassin's creed series forever and i just find it like very interesting about some of the reviews that i've get uh, that i've seen on some of the games and then i'm not gonna lie there have been a couple of games from the assassin's creed series where i was like not completely disappointed but i know that they could have made it a lot better especially when it comes to again Ubi- ubisoft another great open world uh, video gaming, video game making company. Um, well, I just had to bring it for it, but no, I honestly, it's just I wouldn't base my opinion or like my decision to buy games off of what other people think. Because again, you're right; they could be biased, and then truly, your own experience can show so much more. I feel like yeah, if you base it off someone else's experience, it's not very good, but it also gives you some insight. Like if it's like major game breaking, breaking glitch. Yeah, I can get why you wouldn't buy it, but like if it's like, oh, I didn't like the story, I feel like that doesn't that doesn't really factor because like a story can touch anyone in a, a multitude of different ways. Oh yeah. Like I remember, there's a book in AP Lit that we're reading that <laughs> fucked me up real bad. <laughs> God, that book. Because there's this like character who has PTSD and he's trying to find out what he's trying to do in life, and then I was like, yo, what am I doing in life? And it gave me like this PTSD dog, fucking <laughs> thought, and I was like, oh no. But yeah, that book touched me on a level too deep. So, same. Yeah, I think it all depends on the person. The best way to do it is just like, just play it yourself. Play it yourself. You don't like it? Fuck it. Just return it. Yeah. Or like sell it to a friend. That is true. Mm-hmm. But don't sell me your Skyrim remastered for your PS4 because I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. So, remaster. 
<laughs> we're like remastering our lives. What are we being the college guys? Masters. Uh, I think this applies to you two more than me. And how, and yeah, why do you say for that? Me, because you're going to college this year, you fuck. Oh, that's right. You're fucking dead. Right, so what I'm gonna bring. You know what? We're not talking like, about that. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Andrew is a junior. We, us two, Zach and I, are seniors. Yet, <laughs> Andrew can actually has the ability to graduate early because of the classes that he's taking. He is taking classes that are mostly comprised of seniors. He basically has all his credit. But he, surprisingly, cannot graduate yet. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. But, you know, just want to keep... I haven't been allowed to. <laughs> just want to keep the audience informed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, I'm just going to start off with what I'm bringing. I'm definitely bringing... My dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they don't allow pets. But, um... I'm definitely bringing, like, what we talked about before, like, some sort of desktop to have in my dorm and then a laptop to bring to classes. Um, Chromebase. Yeah, basically. Um, I might want to bring a gaming station, a gaming console, Hmm. like maybe my PS4. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. No, when when it comes to me, like... Basically, oh, so I'm currently on my tiny freaking laptop, and this that's not a bad laptop. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a good travel. It's a school laptop. No, it is. I'm gonna want the bigger laptop though. Not I, for class. For class to class. Mm, what is that? It's about mine. It is about yours. Well, yep. Yeah. No, I don't feel like fixing this one up though. But anyway, I will be taking my laptop. I do. I am kind of like trying to decide whether I want to bring my PC or not. Like my actual PC. I, I pretty much do. What what use does it have at your house? Mostly, I it's funny because it's almost as if my laptops, I don't use them much at all anymore. Use your laptops to type notes and then bring it and then Google Drive it to your desk. Sometimes not even that. I'm so used to, I'm the type of person that usually likes handwriting because I just remember shit better with that anyway. Because like, let's be honest, when you get to your dorm and then you have to look over notes, you're not when you go on your laptop or your PC. You're gonna be like, oh hey. There's one, there's one document writing thing that if you open it, it will not let you go on anything else, uh, unless you like completely shut it off. But actually, no, I think it stays on when you shut it off. Oh really? It only uh like closes the app once you it lets only lets you close the app once you've written a certain amount of words. Oh wow. All right, I'm back. We didn't know when you left. Yeah, we didn't even realize. Yeah, my headset died, so rip. I'm on my phone right now. Oh, rip. But yeah, I, I mean, like, for me, again, I'm more of a handwriting type of person. That's just who I am. I mean, and even then, I've tried to bring, like, laptops into class, and I tried to, like, bring a variation into my learning style. And mostly, like, my PC does most of the work. I have everything written out, like, on pen and paper, or pencil and paper, for those of you who hate pens. I don't know how you can. And then, um, yeah, mostly I do all my work and assignments, even all my gaming, my my music, social media, that's mostly on my phone. And so, really, I won't be bringing too much, to be honest. It's mostly my PC. I'm even considering, like, not bringing my laptop. But then again, I am going to want that extra device because, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. That, and it doesn't even take that much space, especially with laptops these days. Getting thinner and thinner. Ever better. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've said all I want to say like about my laptop and the desktop. I think you have so much more to go on. How are you leaving? Uh, I don't know, because like... I'm going to talk for Zach, because he's majorly screwing up. He just doesn't realize it yet. <laughs> okay, so I'm putting myself in Zach's shoes. Uh, Zach told me he basically has nothing right now. He's on a blank slate for college. He has two grand, maybe more birthday monies and shit. You know, casual money getting. Um, in terms of tech, when you show up and you have no... This, this, this is actually dependent on major and courses and, you know, college environment. If you're, if you're staying in a dorm, then there definitely needs to be a certain thing. I think it doesn't need to be a PC, just an external display. Maybe like a, a Chromecast or Chrome base, because I really want a Chrome base now that I keep on talking about it. Yeah. But you have to have something that isn't your, your freaking, not your freaking, your, your, your take-to-class laptop. Because you're going to get really bored of that device, and you're going to want to do something else. And I feel like you can lay in bed on your laptop and then go and do real work. you got to do, like, powerful work on your, your desktop. But the fact that that's not a big deal isn't... I messed that up. That sentence up real bad. <laughs> the fact that you will have a desktop and a laptop isn't the main part. It's what are you doing and what kind? what's your workflow? Because... You could have a Mac desktop and a Mac laptop, or a Windows desktop and a Mac, and a Mac laptop, or a Mac desktop and a Windows laptop. Yeah. For me personally, I feel like if you're going to go all in, do one, just like one, one ecosystem. So right now I'm kind of in the Apple ecosystem. I've got phone, iPad, laptop, iMac. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're really cohesive with your devices, everything flows much better. You're able to accomplish more because it's very fluid. And it's, like for Apple, they manufacture the hardware well they don't manufacture all their hardware but they 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 select their hardware their and they know what's in their computers and their their customer support is great because of that but also everything works together i can take something on my phone open it in safari and open it on my mac so i'm able to just do look at it at a different time i can bookmark something on my phone and then go back into my laptop to look at it I can type something on my phone, finish typing it on my Mac. I can even edit a movie on on my Mac and then put it on my on my phone and make small edits that I need to. Yeah, there's a lot of versatility there. No, basic, definitely going off of that. Like just thinking about it when it comes to like, because when we're going to college, obviously we're gonna want to cut down spending, and then obviously we can't cut down too much, other than transportation, books, and then all our other items that we're gonna want to buy anyway. But then, just thinking about that and just going off of that... Um, wait, wait, wait. I just noticed this. If you're spending... What are you spending money on transportation for? Well, if you're... I get it. If you're in a city and you're taking like the bus back and forth. But if you're going to a campus, I think a $200 bike that you can like get off, like use something like Craigslist, is a pretty good option. No, that's... No, yeah, that's an amazing option. <laughs> and then you have people like me, diehard runner. I'm probably going to be walking around or like speed walking everywhere. But yeah, a bike is definitely not a bad idea. When then watch you like land at a school where they actually steal a bunch of bikes. <laughs> and I, and I... But, no, yeah, going back to what I was saying, when it, again, with, when it comes to versatility, wanting to, and I'm obviously, uh, I'm a Windows user. I've been using Windows forever. I've been wanting to switch back 
to iOS from a while ago. Um, I remember back in, I want to say, oh, when was I in Georgia? I want to say back in 05. Yeah, no, 07, my bad. Two years off. Um, I want to say back in 07, I remember first getting uh, the iPhone. My mother was like a full Mac user. We had everything Mac at the moment. I don't know why we changed. But I remember having that versatility and being so happy with it. Of course, I'm going to want to go back. But that's going to be too much on price. Too much too much cost to like change everything and go back to, to get that versatility. So again, going back when it goes to the tablets, I want to bring up the Surface Pro because one... There's a, one big cost is books throughout the years. And there are people, a lot of people who end up like throwing these textbooks and PDF for, um, PDF files like online and stuff like that. Obviously, you can like acquire that information from just about any device, your laptop, your, your mobile device. And you can even pull it up on like your PC at home or like in your dorm or whatever. I feel like I'm going to want the Surface Pro 1 because we've said before that I don't even consider it a tablet. I could, I just consider it like a really, really great and versatile PC. But I feel like from that touchscreen experience and the fact that you can basically give it that feel for a tablet, I feel like it's going to be a lot more easier to basically take it anywhere and to like, again, go into those files and grab your textbook right then and there. I feel like you can make a better class and college experience when it comes to that versatility. Picking up on that, I want, I, I thought it was a cool thing where like you buy instead of buying your textbooks, you can buy like ebook first variants. And then with the Surface Pro you're able to like annotate on it and then look at it on any device. Oh so even better. Just realize that. So you can like if, if it's in PDF's form you could probably draw on it and then no matter what you're gonna have your annotations on any device. So that's what I was thinking about. But I honestly think that if you're going to buy a Surface, then you should get a... And I want to say Chrome base, but I don't want to say Chrome base. I can uh, see why you... Mac would... Mini. Thinking oh. about the Mac Mini. Um, Mac is a great ecosystem to be on for students because it's simple and it cuts all the hassle out of your, your computer shutting down unexpectedly and stuff like failing. Oh, yeah. And I feel like in a hectic college environment, you want that stability. You want to be able to rely on something. But Macs are expensive. Macs are definitely expensive. Yeah. And if you're not yeah. going to be using it to, like, photo edit or video edit, the Mac Mini is great. It's great. I mean, you just need an external display, but it doesn't matter for that. That's, you can usually get those pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, then to have it... Like, you don't have a lot of space in a dorm, obviously. So, Mac Mini's about yay big, making a gesture with my hands if you can't see it. It's quite small. <laughs> it's not big at all. And I think that if you're using a Surface and then uploading, like, your stuff to a Mac, it's going to be, like, in case, like, your, let's say your Surface has a blue screen and all, you lose all your data. As long as you're using, uh, like, uh, what is it, Dropbox or... What is it? Drive. Microsoft, uh, what is it called, though? OneDrive? <laughs> yeah, OneDrive. There you go. You can access it anywhere. So I feel like having that secondary computer, be it a Chrome base, a Mac Mini, a Surface, anything, like, you need to have two just in case. And I feel like your second, you have to have a Mac or, like, a Chrome device no matter what because they're both extremely stable. 
and you want to have that reliability and <coughs> Jesus. And you don't want to lose all your homework because college is real. Oh yeah, no, that'll definitely bite you in the ass sooner or later. No, again, it it all basically depends on like what you like in general. I mean, I've just been getting so used to Windows, I could like I think it would be like a hard transition for me. But at the same time, again, Mac has been making it easy for especially students and then people in the the work environment. But again, it's all it's all based on cost. So for me, like I said, it would be like pretty expensive in order to change like an app because I really desire that uh, ability to like as you said earlier I can have something on my on my laptop and but then I can go back to it like say and uh, say I leave the laptop there but I'll always carry my tablet with me like my my old tablets I used to carry them with me all the time um, say I forget something on my laptop it's okay I can pull it up really easily on my on my surface pro if I get it I can have that uh, that ability to like annotate on there and whatever and whatnot but then again it's all based on like what you're used to and then based on what you can afford but i feel like um i definitely agree with you having that that mac on the side just in case and also yeah it'll give you some time to like get a feel for a new a different operating system mm -hmm. so that you know there is a life out of college so when we get to that life we'll properly know exactly how we feel about this and then we can make like those better decisions later on like now that i'm on my own and i'm out of college do i really want to stick with windows or do i really feel like mac that's obviously a big argument right there but i'm not going to touch on it at all but just leaving that open for like for the audience to ponder about i know zach has a computer and it's a windows computer but he has an iphone so that's apple device yeah zach are yeah. you open to buying a mac yeah, I'm open to buying Mac. I just want to like, I would rather like, I'd rather like try one out first. Like I've used your like MacBook, mm -hmm. but I want to like try like an actual iMac computer too. Hmm. I feel like the Mac Mini was like that good, like not too expensive, not too like too cheap, too cheap. Like the MacBook Air was definitely for a while like the lower tier Mac, and now it's become the MacBook, MacBook Air. Then the Pro, then the iMac, and then the Mac Pro. Yeah. And then that make Mac Mini is just like floating around because it hasn't been updated in like a few years. Well, not actually, it's been updated a little recently, but they haven't done much to it. Mm. And the, the Mac Mini was for the Windows user because it was customizable because it was just a box. You could plug in any kind of monitor, any kind of keyboard, any kind of mouse. Whereas iMac comes with all your peripherals and it's an all in one. So I feel like. The Mac Mini needs to be refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they just need to, like, work on... Just with all of their products, we could go back to the freaking iPad Pro. <laughs> oh, gosh. That big, like, fuck-up there. I wouldn't say a fuck-up, but, like, come on, they could have done better. But, yeah, I feel like they should definitely work on their, like, updating their hardware. Or, and actually, like, make differences that'll actually make true sales... Other than these fake sales where, where like, they're just selling, oh, they're just putting the same product but giving it a different name. I feel like that definitely just screws us over. But I feel like um, I'm just going to give my opinion that Apple could probably do, like, so much better when it comes in terms of hardware and uh, software. And so that we can essentially make things, like, more innovative 
more technical. Oh, I wouldn't. I know. I'm losing my train of thought. That was really fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. What was I gonna say? Uh, I just want to say, one of our questions on the slide was why do Mac computers dominate the college ecosystem? And I think about it, and I now realize it's pretty clear, for me at least. College is a time where you're finding yourself, so you're going out with people you don't know, you're going to parties, you're doing homework, you're dying inside because you're living off ramen. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going out and exploring the world. I'm already inside, so. <laughs> you're going out and exploring the world, and you have, like, all this stuff going through your head, and then you don't have time for your computer to be fucking loading so long, or <clears throat> it crashing. Macs are pretty, I'd say, the most stable computer. Windows is stable, but not all the time. There are less viruses that are coded for Mac, so... <coughs> oh my god! There's less... Hey man, I'm supposed to be the coughing one. I know. There's there's less things that could go wrong with a Mac, so I feel like it's the safest bet if you're putting your college career on the line in a computer, and it's it's safest to go in a Mac. Oh yeah. Yeah, but because... But, like, another thing is, like, if you go to, like, another thing, like, a Chrome base or, like, a regular Windows PC that has more viruses, it's a high-risk, high-reward kind of thing. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. It got kind of quiet there. I was worried. Yeah. It's not like I accidentally disconnected to stop myself from screaming into the mic while coughing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. I mean, I do it, so why should you stop yourself? <coughs> I'm dying. Dying. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to end this on a question. I'm trying to think of it. So you guys talk for now. <laughs> so, how about that Cubs game? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just... No. That... That's next podcast. We got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There's way too much hype today. No, I wouldn't say too much hype. I mean, because, what was it? It's been 108 years since that's happened? There's a little, just a little bit. There's a little bit. It's, well, it's actually been 71 years since they've been in. Since they've won, though. We don't care if they've been since there they've... lost. It's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> but WGN messed up today because they said that the Cubs haven't been to the World Series in 68 years. But that was the Indians. <laughs> Damn. Oh, but, the um, some people were pointing out that since the Cubs haven't won in 108 years, they pointed to the fact that they won in the 10th inning with eight rounds. So, I'm not saying there's a spooky stuff going on, but Confirmed there's some spooky Confirmed stuff rig. going on. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this World Series is rigged. It's like the poles. <laughs> it's all rigged. It's all rigged. You're wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. China. No. You're wrong, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. China. Just, just China. Putin's not my best friend. <laughs> no. Um. No, I don't know Putin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm alright, we're going to hold off on that But um Do you think that The stability of Mac is drawing you More towards More away from the bullshit that Windows sometimes gives you? Hmm I mean 
again, I've just been using Windows for so long. I, it's, I've learned to deal with this bullshit. I do realize it a but you lot. You don't have to deal with it. I know. It. Why should you? <laughs> I was just about to go on about that. I was like, hmm. it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be quite a change going from a all Windows user to like a Mac user. But yeah, I, I do really feel like it's starting to draw me in. Even now, I'm getting tired of my phone, even though it is Android. Um, I'm getting tired of that. I'm getting tired of my PC like crashing on me and that like working with some of the applications that I have on there. Definitely, I feel like Mac is uh, doing a great job in like attracting new consumers. All right, I'm going to end it with one question. We got average tuition for colleges that we're pro we're looking into is around $50,000. Oh yeah. A year. So if we go to college for 4 years, get what well, your, your bachelor's <laughs> and you could go for another 8 years, not another 8 years, for another 2 years to get your masters. If I'm spending $300,000 in in education, why should I trust three hundred dollars, three hundred thousand dollars of schoolwork on a computer that doesn't always work? <laughs>